to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. We're working our way through the book of Galatians, this incredible letter that Paul wrote to a group who had lost the gospel, who, who were struggling to hold fast to Christ and Christ alone but we're instead importing and adding particular works to things. This is a very relevant book for us to look at because it's a very relevant message for us because all of us have a tendency to do this. We find our pet works, our pet morals, our pet issues, our pet positions, and we attach them to the gospel. And it usually sounds something like this. I don't know how someone could be a Christian and and then you fill in the blank. Perhaps it's, I don't know how someone can be a Christian and do this, or it's, and vote this way, or it's, and support this, or whatever it may be. We attach these things to the gospel and quickly write one another off because of that, because of something other than Christ. And so we come to the letter of Galatians and we find incredible encouragement and incredible strength because we're reminded that our standing before God is found in Christ alone. And it doesn't matter what the detractors may say about us. If we are in Christ by grace through faith, salvation is ours. We're looking right now at Galatians chapter 1 verses 1 through 5. We've been walking very slowly through these verses. So let me pray for us. I'll read these verses and we're just going to look at one clause again today in verse 4. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the strength that it provides us to stand and hold fast to Christ, who is our hope in all things. We thank you that he has given us deliverance, and we pray that you would strengthen us, that we might walk by faith, having our eyes fixed solely on him. In his name we pray. Amen. This is what Paul writes. Once again, verses 1, 1 through 5 of the book of Galatians. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We've already looked at a number of statements in this opening, this, this opening section, these opening verses, where Paul has reminded his readers that his calling is not from man, it, he's not acting on the will of man, but from God. We've been reminded that through Christ we have forgiveness of sins, that we have grace and peace with God, that Christ gave himself for our sins. And so... As we come to this section now, we see that he gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. That's what was happening with Christ. And this is particularly encouraging, isn't it? Because as we look out at the world, we see that things simply do not work the way they ought to work. Things do not happen the way they should happen. Truth is, is trounced upon and ignored and passed over. We live in a world that is dominated by a view of things and, and dominated by the reality of sin. And we don't know how to process this. 
Paul gives a similar sentiment in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, where he reminds us, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We see this idea of not being conformed to the present world, to its patterns of thought, to its way of doing things, announced again and again throughout Scripture. And of course, we're reminded earlier in the book of Romans that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now because it has been subjected to futility. The issue here is not a problem with the material things of the world. It's not the, the earth itself that's the problem. It, it's not a material issue here. The problem is that everything has been ravaged by sin, that Satan has profound influence in how we process stuff right now, in what is happening. The good news that Paul is announcing in this clause of Galatians is that by his death, Christ has delivered us from that. So here are a few implications of that. When we stand accused, we don't have to simply accept what is said because we know that the father of lies will gleefully seek to accuse us of all kinds of things in order to drive us further from Christ, in order to confound our faith. We don't have to believe what the world says about us. It is not who speaks the final word. It doesn't have the authoritative voice. The authoritative verdict does not come from the world or from those who disagree with us or from anyone other than Jesus Christ. And this is a reality that gives us hope. Because if he says you are forgiven, then you are forgiven. Again, we go back to that great chapter in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 8. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Brothers and sisters in Christ, hear this as clearly as you can. If you are in Christ, this world and those who would have you add whatever works to Christ, neither of them speak a truer word about you than the blood of Jesus Christ. If you are in Christ, you will hear some from one side say, how could God forgive a sinner such as you? 
You will hear those accusations. There's no way he could love someone who has done the things that you do. And you don't have to believe that lie. Christ is clear. He came for sinners, the vilest of us. You will hear from another side. If you really love Christ, how could you not be doing X, Y, or Z? How can you consider yourself a Christian and hold this, that, or the other? And again, it is Christ who died for us. It is Christ in whom our standing is found. And we do not add anything to that. For when we do, we lose all hope of the gospel. And that's what Paul is dealing with in the book of Galatians. Those who would add works, even good works, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We don't have to submit to that. Now, don't go down the road of, oh, he said we don't have to do good things. There's no Christian morality. No, that is not what Paul is saying. That is not what I am saying. I am saying with Paul that because of the blood of Christ, we are freed from the accusations of this world, whether they come from within or without the people of God. We are free, and our standing is found in Christ and Him alone. And if we add anything to that, then we have utterly ruined the gospel, and we are left without hope. That's why it's such good news to be reminded that we have been delivered from this present evil age and all of its accusations and all of its confusions and all of its misleading statements by Christ our Savior through his life, death, and resurrection. So rejoice with me today for you have deliverance in Christ. Now, with that said, this is our 100th episode. I meant to do this at the beginning, but I forgot to. And frankly, I don't really know how to go back and edit it. And I don't want to re-record it. So it's coming at the end. But a winner has been selected for the new Bible commentary, which is very exciting. And that winner is none other than Daniel Nixon. So thank you all for registering. Thank you for sharing the meme and, and being involved in that giveaway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being excited about what we're doing here at The Daily Devotion. I'm so glad it's been an encouragement to you. We'll do more giveaways in the future when we reach other milestones. But this one, thank you to InterVarsity Press for providing the book. And congratulations, Daniel. I hope that this book is an encouragement to you and strengthens you in your faith as you study the Word of God.